Hi everyone, it's PaizoCon week, and I know Steve and Griff are super excited to head out there and meet up with all of you who are going. If you are interested and want more information on where or when you can meet up with Steve and Griffin, uh, you need to contact us on any kind of social media, so that's Twitter at LaughterHideous, uh, Instagram at HideousLaughterPod, the Hideous Laughter Podcast at gmail.com, or on Discord, or on Facebook, anywhere where you have been able to contact us before, or if you've never contacted us before, again, feel free to reach out to any of those platforms. I'm sure Steve and Griff would love to hear from you and would love to meet up with you. I know this is so exciting. This is our first con that we are going to as a podcast, so I know not all of us are able to make it, but boy, is that exciting. So again, if you want to meet up with anyone, just feel free to reach out to us. But with that, welcome to episode 41, Mystery Business. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 41. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over Steve till the end because I think he's got a special beverage that's not a hams. So Brooks, what are you drinking, dude? Ah, uh, this is a sludgehammer Zinfandel wine. Sledgehammer or sledgehammer? Sledgehammer. Okay. I thought I heard sledgehammer and I was like, that's a terrible name for a wine. <laughs> it's just like, ooh. But it's uh it's pretty lively, nice, nice red. Nice. And do you do you want to tell the the fans at home what you told us about the wine before uh before we started? Oh how it's never not been on sale for years. <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> Buy it at different locations. Doesn't matter. Always on sale. If it's always on sale, does that just mean it's never on sale? Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's probably its actual price. Yeah. <laughs> it's really only worth about $10. On, on sale for <laughs> 10 bucks. Now marked down to 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's, it's bright, lively, great, smooth red. Speaking of bright, lively, great, smooth reds, Haley, what are you drinking? I am drinking a blueberry tea beer. Blueberry tea beer? Yes. What exactly is that, and why are you able to drink it? Well, it's it's just a fermented uh, tea, actually. So naturally gluten-free? Yep. Nice. How is it? Well, I've had it before, so I know it's good. I just haven't taken a sip yet because I've been talking to you. Oh, well, sorry. I won't keep <laughs> you from that. <laughs> Emily, what you got? I have some more Pinot Grigio tonight. Uh, some Grigio. It's it's been a while since we've gotten a concoction out of you. You've been sticking to like wine and and Celsius and stuff. Yeah, I need some time to recover. Trying to make a PR move for that uh, <laughs> that gambling <Gethling> queen <laughs> reputation you got. Yeah, uh, there's only so many strange drinks I can drink at one time. Got to recharge. Very fair. It's been two weeks though, so maybe next week. Maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> I myself am drinking a truly hard seltzer. Uh, I think I got the the like 
berry version of it. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm not a truly guy usually. Uh, they just had them at Costco, so gotta gotta work with what we got. But on to Steve, the the Patreon recipient. All right, guys. So for once, I actually rolled decent for weeks on end, and I am the lucky person who had to do the drink poll. I was very fortunate in that um, the fans out there did well by me. We had a submission from our, our buddy Jason who won. Um, this is the Blue Devil. So what it is is an insanely neon blue beverage that is, let's see, an ounce of gin, an ounce of lime juice, a splash of blue curacao, and then a tablespoon of um, maraschino liqueur. Of course, that's not a whole lot of stuff. So I made three and put them in one pint glass. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you look like you have a pint full of uh, whatever this is. That sounded like a, you know, like a couple of shots, maybe. Oh, yeah. It truly is an amazing color. Um, and, well, I, um, I'm i a clear liquor guy. I can't remember if I said that on the show before. I don't really do brown liquors. I'm a, I'm a vodka and gin guy. Gin is my favorite um, hard liquor. So... I'm looking forward to this, and I'm going to give it a shot right now. Oh, wow. Is that sweet? Who? And there's <laughs> some booze in there. There's some booze in there. Yeah, that's mostly booze, dude. Yeah. It's a pint glass of booze. All right. So, uh, we're going to have to cap this episode out at about 45 minutes. Uh, a neat 45. <laughs> it's like 45, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, you got back from morass last episode after, a, after an investigation of the Boneyard on the island out in the swamps. You managed to get Lazny to come with you. Now he's going to be likely one of the main witnesses that's going to be on the stand in tomorrow's trial. Tomorrow they're going to go over the events that, that the beast is being accused of in morass. So you'll have a chance to present your evidence there. You make it to town around 10, nighttime. As you approach town, you do hear the sounds of, of a crowd. Much like the, the prior night, there appears to be a mob in Lepidstadt, and, and the city's really just freaking out about this trial that's, that's begun and that is continuing on the next day. As you approach the main square with the university and with the courthouse, again, it's just full of people, full of activity, full of mayhem as this crowd is unruly and, and kind of uncontained by the guard. You do find it easier to traverse through the crowd, not having an entire wagon and a group of carnies to protect, so uh, you're able to make it through relatively unmolested. Where are you going? What are you doing? We need to talk to the Beast's lawyer. Barrister Koppel? Yeah, so we have to talk to him, and then we can't talk to Z until 6 a.m. tomorrow. But we also need rest. So I think it might be best if we split up and have at least two people go and talk to um, the lawyer, and then another two people wake up early and go talk to Z right when the shop opens at 6 a.m. Matumbe really hit it off with Z in episode two of the, for those of you who remember. So I would love to have the opportunity to chat with him in the morning and get to bed early. And I'll take whoever wants to come with me. Dickmer is definitely up for it. Mm, mm, boys, Nate. 
<laughs> Boy's morning. Yep. <laughs> Lyra definitely wants to help with the beast trial uh, and talk to the lawyer because she maybe has the best diplomacy. Lyra, if, 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 if we are going to be talking to Z tomorrow morning, do you mind if I hold on to that surgical equipment? I can show it to him and ask him some questions. Oh, yes, of course. And she would pull it out of her bag and hand it over. If right. he doesn't take it, it could be helpful in the future. Um, Matumbe, would you want a, like, written statement of what I saw, or are you good with just the verbal conversation? Mm, I think we pretty much discussed everything on the way back. Okay, good. I think we should be fine. Okay, so the boys are heading to bed early. You can likely find a, a room at one of the local taverns. Uh, the Brazen Head is a popular one. So I imagine you yeah, that, you tell the girls, like, hey, we're going to go find a room at this brazen head and shack up for the night. We'll get you guys space, too, and, you know, we can meet up in the morning. Sounds good to me. Cool. And then we'll make our way through this angry mob down to the courthouse. Okay, so the mob is in front of the courthouse, and it's at its thickest right in front of the doors. Um, you can see the guard outside of the courthouse, kind of keeping the people away. Ed Dunn would, would see you two, and he knows that you're, you've now become involved in this case. Uh, Lyra, Eclipse, uh, hurry, hurry through here. We can, we can get you inside. Okay, thanks. So he ushers you aside and kind of peels off of the group. Now you don't go in the front entrance. I... I don't want the, the townsfolk seeing you go in and out the front here. Uh, it may, may, might make the mob unruly towards you. It seems like they were leaving you alone a minute ago, so uh, we'll take all the peace we can get. Thank you. So he would bring you in a back entrance, and you're in the courthouse. You know where Barrister Koppel's office is. You imagine he might be upstairs. Yeah, we would walk straight up to his office and knock on the door. Wait, wait, Lyra. Really quick, before we go in there, we gotta, we, we need to make sure we're both on the same side here, right? You don't think that the beast is... What? You don't think he's guilty, right? Of course not. I mean, I was always leaning towards him being innocent, but I think with this information that we found, it at least will cast doubt on the trial. I don't know if it'll be enough yet, but it's a good start. Okay, and we're going to share everything, right? Or is there anything we're going to leave out? Maybe we can talk about the manticores after uh, we go through the information for the trial. Maybe he knows someone that could help us care for a magical beast. Uh, okay. You have the manticores on you, by the way. Yes, we do. Yeah, but they're they're kind of hidden. Really? They're it's like in my backpack. <laughs> Why is your backpack moving? That's so odd. It's just Bob. Leave Bob alone. <laughs> oh, you named it. Yes, I did. It is Bob Vance. God damn it. Mine's <laughs> name is Mel, short for Melody. Okay. Got Bob and Mel. Bob and Mel. What a duo. So you knock on Barrister Koppel's door. He answers it. He appears somewhat disheveled. He looks very stressed out. I mean, you can see 
like his shirt's pitted. Like he appears to have been sweating and and just like stressing at his desk. Oh, look, look, ladies, uh, c- come come inside. And um, he would shut the door behind you. What 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 brings you here so late? We have found a few new breaks in the case. We did quite a bit of investigating, and from what we found, it doesn't seem like the beast was the one that killed all those people, at least in that town. We found a large caiman that attacked us. It was missing its eye, and it was removed with a very sharp implement. The beast doesn't use tools. We also found some surgical tools on the island, and again... What would the beast use for those? The graveyard? Six of the bodies of those that were killed were missing. What would the beast need with bodies? We found a campsite with tools and an empty potion of dark vision. There was also a boat with a face in it. A, a, a face? Yeah, um, it was a face of uh, someone the town folks knew pretty well. And it actually, um, it, it, it was magical. I, I was able to tell it, it, used, it was used for something like a powerful uh, magical spell. I don't think the beast has any sort of ability for that. Also, from what I know of the beast, uh, he shouldn't need this dark vision potion. Hmm. The, 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 that, that's very interesting, but, but also very distressing, though. That's... A, an eleventh murder could could be be bad be bad for us in the, the trial tomorrow. Well, the magic that was on there was um, some sort of disguise magic. Like someone had um, taken the face and was using it with some magic to disguise themselves as that person. I don't think there's no way that the beast would have been able to do any of that. There's there's no way that that could be on him. Can you, can you p- p- prove that, though? Can we see if the beast can do magic? I don't know that he'd cooperate. I don't think that he has the capabilities. We know that the surgical kit was purchased from a shop here in Leopardstadt. In the morning, the boys are going to be investigating whoever purchased that kit that might lead us to someone new, someone other than the beast that could have committed that murder. All of the murders. It's difficult to, to, to prove what you're saying. A, a lot, lot, lot of that evidence is rather cir- circumstantial. It's... I... I Think, think you need to present it, but I don't think it's gonna get him off. Doesn't it just have, doesn't it just have to give enough doubt that no one can convict him without uh, doubts? I don't know. But well, there's there's a, there's a standard phrase for this that I Haley cannot remember. Guilt, or innocent until proven guilty. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Um, beyond the shadow of a doubt. Yes. Yeah. He would explain to you that um, he wants you to present this evidence in trial tomorrow. 
he's going to call you up to the witness stand as kind of hit the witnesses for the defense. And he wants you to present this to the court. I think in his opinion, as a lawyer, the evidence is likely not as compelling as like, it, it doesn't, I think he would be worried that the guilt, the beast is going to be guilty until proven innocent in this case because there's so much hatred for him in the town. And there's that inherent bias. So I think his worry is that while these are good clues, he needs you to keep digging in the other sites because it's enough to cause or to question his guilt. But I think stuff like you know, saying that the beast can't cast magic and saying that the beast wouldn't use tools. You can't really prove that. But the beast has never been known to use tools or has never been known to use magic and that kind of thing. So I think it is definitely helpful. Now with the, I think the only piece that you guys had that you failed to mention was that the beast was supposed to have a scar, and he did not. He was supposedly attacked by the blood caiman. So from here, I think he's just going to tell you guys a little bit about you know, what's going to happen tomorrow. So so at, at 10, I, I, need, I need you guys here at the courthouse. The, the evidence you gave me is, well, it makes me feel a lot better than I was feeling. But, but, but I, I, I need your help presenting it. I, I need you here at 10. And the, the, the trial will likely take till the early afternoon. After which, I'll need you guys to help me continue to investigate. Of course. We'll be here, and we'll be ready to move on to the next town to investigate. Did, did, did it... Do do you know the rest of the judges? I need I know Ember sent you. She's the only one that we've met. So the the chief chief justice is Ambrose Card. He he's a very stern man, very old man. The 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 other justice is Casp Alder. For, former military. He's n- g- gonna gonna poke holes in any circumstantial evidence. So you you need to make a compelling argument. Also, we're up against one of the best barristers in town. A Divian adressant is well. He could think circles around me. We do know him. We've met before. Maybe we could use that. How so? I I don't know if if you tried to sway him, but you're presenting good evidence to me. If if he's a friend to you, maybe you can ask him about what he's going to use. Maybe he'd tell you. That seems a little tricky, but 
it would help the beast's case, and it does seem like he's innocent. We m- might might need to resort to tricks. But I've heard about you two in particular. If you get caught caught casting spells in during the trial, you you you'll you'll be well. Ex, ex, <sighs> you'll be taken out of the trial and not allowed back. So. Please refrain. I think we can just use our words during the trial. Right, Eclipse? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 there's a priest in the trial. He'll be detecting for magic. If y- you, you can trick him, the, he's the one enforcing f- f- that rule. This is a sidebar. My implements constantly uh, exude magic. You would likely be asked to leave them at the door. Invested points. Yeah, you would. You would probably be asked to leave them at the door. Although, um, like magical gear, this this guy is going to be able to discern the effect of most magic. So, if it's something like a plus one you know, sword or something. I don't think he's gonna care if it's something like a here's my book that grants me a plus 10 diplomacy. He might. Yeah, mine is just like I have resonance uh, magic. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, won't we? Okay. Okay. Also, if this is the guy that is supposed to be detecting magic throughout the trial, he'd probably be able to tell us uh, whether the beast has magical ability in the trial, and that'd be somebody that all of the judges trust. So, it's a great point. That's a, good, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking about using um, in my head. I was thinking I would use the fact that Adivian knows me as a magic user, um, and talking to him and the priest, and trying to convince them, like I know magical abilities. The beast does not have any. You know, and don't just take my word for it. The priest, like, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of going that route. Sure. I like it. I like it. So that's what he would tell you about the trial. You relayed the information to him. I think the last thing he would ask is, you know, is there anything you feel like you need to say or do uh, with the beast before tomorrow's events? I, like, want to take another look at him. Just because I'm curious about this, uh, Cayman Eye. <laughs> like... Yeah. It might be nice to even just reassure him that we're... We haven't left him. Yeah. I agree. I, I think it would be nice. I, I, I think we absolutely should do that. And I think it would also be a very good opportunity to to get his story about what happened around Morast before we go into this first day of the trial. Because we don't n- know. I mean, he... We know he was there. We know everything. You know he was at Hergstag. Right. He mentioned like, as much. That's, that's that's a fair point. We we based off what we've heard, he was there, but we've never talked to him about being there. So maybe he was there, but you know, just like 
Hertz Doggy wasn't causing trouble, and he can explain that to us, so we're all on the same page going into the trial. Okay. Cool. So you guys want to go talk to the beast? Yeah. Yes. So you descend once again into the jail below the courthouse, and still the beast is the only prisoner. The beast is sitting there, and you hear... You know, he doesn't appear to be looking up or acknowledging that you're there. Hush, my friend. Close your eyes and sleep. Waltzing the waves, diving the deep. Oh, won't you come away with me? We'll be sailing free. Lyra will smile and walk up closer and say, Wow. That was beautiful. You remembered. Oh, oh, uh, hello, Lyra. It's nice to see you again. (laughs) It's not nice to see me. Don't lie. We have some good news, though. Oh, what? What is it? We were doing some investigating in morass. We found some evidence that throws some doubt on the claim that the opposition is making, but we would love to hear your side of the story. Can I make any sort of perception while she was talking or sense motive to see if he, like, recognized that name? Morass? Yeah. As far as, like, came across, what would it be? Uh, that would be a sense motive. Cool, cool, cool. It will be, I rolled a 14, so it's 19 naturally, but if uh, he's under enchantment, then it's higher. Okay. You don't really notice a change in his facial expression other than he appears to be happy to hear that you guys maybe have some good news for him. Okay. Well, I wasn't at morassed. I don't remember being there at least. Did you ever know someone named Nan Clubin? No. I I don't get to talk to many people, but no Nan. Don't know a, a Nan. Mr. Beast? How is your memory? I feel like you don't remember uh, a lot of things we keep asking about. Or were you just not there? Sometimes I forget things. Show up places I wasn't before. But I've never been to Morast. If we can convince the judges of that, it will definitely help your trial. Thank you. I appreciate your help. Have you ever seen anyone like you? No. At least not exactly like me. I I know what a flesh golem is. I don't think I'm that. I 
don't know what I am, but no, I, I I've never met another. Do you know a lot about magic? No, I can't use magic. I it interests me, but I don't understand it. While we're talking to him, can we see any sort of scars or reptilian eyes? Sure. Make a um, make a heel check. I think I think you can still do it from this distance. A fifteen. With a fifteen, it doesn't appear that he has any um, any like healed over wounds, aside from like the where you can see almost different patches of flesh being stitched together. But it doesn't look like he has an old wound or anything. Uh, Eclipse wanted to look for a reptilian eye. Yes, I did. Make a perception check. Or actually make a knowledge in nature if you have it. No, I don't. Well, then just make a perception. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a six on the die. Plus seven. So, not great. You notice both his eyes look the same. Okay. Okay, so there's not clearly one that's different. Yeah. That's helpful. Have you ever woken up from one of these blank periods and had new skin? Or has part of you ever changed? No. Always me, but just sometimes not where I was. If you don't mind, how old are you? I... I don't know. I This might sound sad, but I I don't know when my birthday is. What's the first memory that you have? I think he would contemplate that for a while and he would kind of think back cold gray slab that's that's what I remember hard on on my back and legs. I was lying down. I could see this the sky. Was anyone with you? I can't rem- remember that. The, the image is, is there, but long ago, hard to picture. Well, when we get you out of this prison and you're shown innocent, we'll celebrate your first Freedom Day. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, one last thing before we head out for the night. Have you ever seen... A lion with a scorpion tail and wings? No. What? What is that? It's called a manticore. But I was just curious. We saw one recently. Wanted to know what you thought. 
Hmm. Are they nice? Not typically, but they can be trained, I think. They don't really, um, they have to fend for themselves a lot. Hmm. Like me. Misunderstood, maybe. Exactly. They just need a helping hand. I think that's all the information we would want to get from him. Okay. Thanks for your help. I think we're going to go get some sleep before the trial. See you tomorrow. I'll be the one in chains. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right, so you guys head back upstairs, and maybe you have a little bit more information. I imagine you head back to get some rest as well. Uh, The boys probably told you they were heading towards the Brazen Head, where they reserve you a room as well. So, Yeah, and I'd like to buy two meals. Two meals, for sure. Yes. Oh, did you want to talk to Barrister Koppel about the the pets you're currently carrying around? If he knows anybody. I think as we're kind of like wrapping up and walking out, Lyra would ask... Do you happen to know anyone, maybe at the university, that is very knowledgeable about magic beasts? You you know, there's a there's a professor that that studies all all manner of beasts. Uh, What was his name? I think his uh, name was Eves Sherwind, Elven man. We'll definitely have to look him up. Thank you. So you guys head back to the tavern. Eclipse gets her extra meals. You can likely you know, feed the baby manticores. You notice that they they don't appear to really enjoy anything on the plate besides like the meat. So yeah. I imagine you got kind of like a ham hock. No, I was going to order uh, two steaks, uh, mostly rare. Okay. And um, some vegetables. Sure, they can do that. Uh, <laughs> the the I imagine you're feeding these to the manticores, or at least one of them. I'm I'm making sure I take care of my manticore. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lyra would be trying to get as raw. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know it was my manticore, your manticore. Uh, sure. So they they would eat the meat. Uh, you guys head to bed. Back to the boys, because the boys are back. It's six in the morning. We're back in town. Specific. You're back in town. Yeah, you're back in town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I imagine you probably got two rooms. I'm guessing the boys shared a room. Bunk beds. Yeah. So, I like to picture. Yeah, we're close enough for that. It yeah. took top bunk. He's going to sharpen his sword in the morning and uh, fill his canteen. Matume's going to pray for an hour. Oh, he's going to pray for a whole hour. Yep. <laughs> okay. You're going to be cutting it close. Well. Okay. So... Matumbe prays for his hour. What are you guys up to? Well, I think um, this is actually a very good time to cut over to the guys because I did finish my three blue devils. And uh, let's RP. Let's crack into it. Mm, Good morning, Ikma. Did you sleep well? Well, uh, yeah, I think I slept just fine. I mean, 
We had we had a day, didn't we? We sure did. And I look forward to the new one. Absolutely. But to be honest, man, I really I mean this is looking well like the beast wasn't even in this town or or the well that town that we were in. Hmm. You know, Ikma, I'm starting to believe that Though the beast may not have been innocent, completely innocent, his body surely was there, but his mind maybe not. Surely innocent of um, trashing the museum. You know, I, I'm not certain he did these other crimes that people are saying that he did. Absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely think he should answer for being, well, at least being in the in the museum during the break-in, but sounds like he really didn't do anything. All of the things are really pointing toward he is innocent. I mean, the... Mikma, sometimes innocence is not enough. You wear your scars proudly, and you wear them well, but this is a cruel and unfair world we live in. What the people believe becomes their reality and if they believe that the beast is their their their, their ears is is the cause of their woes I, I i fear that the beast may bear the uh, a sentence that he does not deserve what that that's not fair i mean he i mean it should be that if he did it he did it but if he didn't do it i mean Shouldn't everybody at least let him go and be free of this, well, whatever horrible situation he's been in? Hmm. We, we can try. We can try to help. Unfortunately, I believe the only true justice that awaits any of us, including the beast, is the one that we will receive when we all meet Phrasma. But it would be in our best interest to bring those tenants to the material plane and try and extend that version of justice to the living. I very much so uh, agree. I, I think it's really important that we, as investigators, really present as much evidence as possible. But even still, it doesn't... I mean, this system doesn't seem very fair if if he's innocent and still gets, well, punished for it. Hmm. The way of men is strange, especially up north. Ikma, I think it's time that we talk to my old friend Z. I'm not sure if you talked to him at Laura Moore's funeral, but... Him and I hit it off quite well. I'd, I'd like to start the conversation with him, but the man thinks quickly. His mind is almost sharper than that sword you wear on your hilt. So I would be, I would, I would be very grateful if you brought your great perception to this encounter. Oh, uh, well, thank you. I will be sure to do that. I actually didn't really get a chance to talk to him, but. That bright, white, blonde hair that he's got is hard to miss. <laughs> it sure is. 
What was he blonde? I, get I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's blonde. All right, cool. So I'm not even gonna make you guys roll a like diplomacy to gather information on stuff. You know the guy's name, so you can easily get directions to his shop. Uh, you find out that his shop is in the an area of town called the Surgeon's Flats. Um, do you have knowledge local? Roll a knowledge local about that. If, okay. Uh, if you wish. All right. So I got a 14 on a die that comes up to a 20. Of course, I'm not from here. So maybe this is just something I heard on the streets or at the bar right. before we left. Right. So you would know that the surgeon's flats are kind of this area of very skilled artisan shops that mainly provide the supplies for the university. The university specializes in uh, alchemical and and biological study on top of some magic and, and that kind of thing and some history. But, but mainly, the University of Lepidstadt is a place to study if you want to learn about the human or otherwise body, if you want to learn about anatomy and physiology and that kind of thing. Ah. So... It's nicknamed the Surgeon's Flats because the best tools come from here. Hmm. And Zavaskar's shop, you would find, is dead center in the Surgeon's Flats. One of the biggest storefronts there. That's interesting, Being uh, seeing as how the beast is a flesh golem and the university is specializing in that. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. So you make it to Zavaskar's shop... You make it right around opening time, and you actually see him, like, in the window of the shop kind of turning the the uh, clothes to open. And he's got these thick spectacles. He's kind of clad in a almost sand-colored robe, and he appears to have this kind of ornate tool belt. It, it's almost like it, it has a ton of pockets and looks like it's got, like, some gadgets and trinkets attached to it. He would be looking, working in the window, and you see his face light up when he sees Matumbe out front of his shop. I think he recognizes you immediately. What are you guys doing? Just quickly before we walk in, Ikma, remember what I said. I'll open the conversation, but watch his mannerisms. I did hit it off with him well, but he's got a sharp mind, and he could talk circles around us. I got you, Matumbe. Don't you worry. I'll figure. I'll. I'll keep an eye out. Make sure he's. He's not pulling something over us. And I kick open the door. You kick it open, really? <laughs> no, no. We, we, <laughs> don't, don't kick my door. Zavaskar's uh, face lights up, and he says, "Oh, I, I, I could spot a businessman like you from a mile away." Welcome, Matumbe. I didn't know if you'd ever make it to my shop. Hello, stranger. How are you, my friend? It is it is good. Blessed to be another day on this earth. Have you met my friend Ikmer? I do recall Ikmer, young Ikmer, from the from the funeral of our, our dear friend Lormor, but I, we never got the chance to talk. How are you, boy? Oh, well, it's very nice to meet you, Mr... Uh, what was your name? Uh, call, call me Z. <laughs> it's, oh, perfect. It's very hard to pronounce Zavaskra. Well, for, for 
your tongue likely. Oh, well, well thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, don't Steve. think anything of it. I'm I'm glad to finally meet you on uh, brighter terms. Oh, yes. Well, you've made it to my shop. This is this is the shop I was talking about uh that my sons and I run. Caesar, you are having a clearance sale. Oh, no, I, I, I almost never have to send, sell anything on a discount here. You're not as astute as I remembered you. <laughs> it is, I, forgive my, my vision, I just saw such low prices and I thought you must be trying to liquidate inventory. Well, if, <laughs> oh if we don't make the Vascroven sons the best place to buy your surgery tools in the surgeon's flats. Mm. By cutting our prices to a minimum, I, I, uh, forgive me. I just such I saw such master quality on the tools, and I thought you were almost giving them away, selling them for at cost, if not lower, uh, for all of the artisanship that went into them. Well, this would not be good business, would it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's so crazy. Hmm. If you are not known for our mundane tools that you see out front, oh no, uh, no, we uh, we have some. Well, higher quality items in the back. And, and Mr. Z, how has business been since the funeral? It's been so long since well, I've seen you. It's been wonderful. I mean, we so many sales. We, we've got new methods of creating these tools. It's uh, very, very good. Very good business. We've made a lot of money. I, I have to say I'm very proud of my sons, too. I am I'm glad to hear that. How many sons do you have and how old? Three sons. Uh, they are, well, in their late 20s now, most of them. My, my youngest is 24. And do they have the business acumen of their father? Well, that, I do believe that comes with time, but they, they're getting better at the craft. I, I'm training them on that first. You must be very proud. I have... Uh, Two sons of my own. Ah, very good, Matumbe. Yes, they are natural-born leaders. I, I sometimes, sometimes I, I, I do miss them. Do they also worship Pharasma like you? <laughs> if only, if only. Unfortunately, as they say, the apple in the Mwangi expanse falls a little far from the tree. I don't even think you can grow apples in the Mwangi. It's not mm-hmm. a native fruit. It's surprised. Yeah. Interesting. I'm surprised you'd have that euphemism. Well, Matume, do remember why we're here. Ah, Mr. Z. It has been lo- this is a... This is not a social visit, unfortunately. Oh. Although I do wish we could catch up sometime. Well, if you're in town, we could certainly sit down for a while and discuss business. Mm, business. Uh, Mr. Z, although uh, I look at the tools around me and, 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 and I could not imagine doing surgical work without them, and I imagine most of your customers feel the same, your, your tools must be everywhere, but we are here investigating a... Uh, is something going on here? The trial of the beast. Oh, the trial of the beast, huh? Yes. That... How did you get involved in such fanfare? <laughs> it is a very, very long story. But needless to say, we are. We, we got caught up in this trial, and we, we, we really want. To, although none of us are from here, we have become, over the last day, very invested in current happenings in this city. Oh, okay. Well, 
What what would you ask of me? I, there, I stay out of politics in town. There are numerous crimes that the beast is accused of. We investigated the first one yesterday. As a rash of disappearances, potential murders in the city of Morast. Have you heard of Morast? Oh yes, that little uh, podunk <laughs> swamp town, right? Parts of it reminded me of home, but. When we were there, I, I found something that seemed out of place. Though your name has spread far and wide and your craftsmanship has been sung across Ustalav, I was surprised to find a set of your tools in Morast. Oh, that's very, very interesting. I would like to show them to you. And he shows them to see. Mm, I, I remember this set. Mm. This set specifically. Yes, it's uh, well, it's, it's magical. I don't know if you've if you've observed that. Um, hmm. Magical, yes, but don't know too much about surgery myself. Very ornate, this one. It, um, I, I don't know who my buyer was was attempting to sell it to, but I'm sure it. They probably resold it for a very high price. A set of this craftsmanship must have brought in a very prolific buyer. I fear this set is so out of place in Morast that stumbling upon it there might have unlocked a further piece of the mystery around the beast. Then I how, could. I how could, could it have gotten there? Who, who, who might have brought it there? I could check my uh, my ledgers for a, a name and and who who bought it for me. It, it, it's not one of our standard sets, so I, I should have a good record of it. And he, he would kind of go behind his, like, back through the curtain in the in the back, and he would come out with this just massive tome of, like, names. Mm, nice tome. And, um... Well, I, I remember roughly when I sold this, so I can probably get... And he's thumbing through pages, and his finger lands on a page. He's like... Ah, I remember this now. Uh, she she lives in town. She's with one of the one of the auction agencies. Uh, uh, Vladka Costel. She's an auctioneer, as it were. I think that's she attempting to resell it. I'm guessing uh, on auction. Who knows what kind of price it would have fetched? Very intricate set. Uh, she she usually wears. Um, well, she's wearing a green scarf. Uh, every time I've seen her in, in the city, she, she wears this green scarf. She'd be hard to miss. Uh, red hair. Um, Is she human? Yes, yes. Hmm. Well, Ikmo, what do you think? It went to an auctioneer. Is this worth following up? See, maybe she knows who it went to? Well, f from a seller to another seller, I mean... I, I assume that the auctioneer or whatever, however she ended up selling it, they probably kept some sort of record as well. But at the same time, this is, I mean, it, she could have sold it to somebody else while that person sold it to somebody else. I mean, it's, it's a bit strange overall. I don't disagree. Maybe if we chase down 
who exactly or how exactly they would be used might be a different approach and might be a little bit more direct. I don't know. Yes. Is, is it... Well, that's, a, that's an interesting point, but you don't... You haven't been to Lippenstedt uh, for very long, have you? No, no, I I haven't, Mr. Z. I, I mean, it's it's just a thought of mine. No, it, I... In other circumstances, I would, I would definitely agree with you, but the amount of surgeons in Lepidstadt is, is very numerous, and I can only imagine that would be what these tools were used for. I, I think you, you'd be interviewing many, many people. I'm not sure if, you know, me, which trail is the best bet, but, uh, there are a lot of surgeons in town. It might be difficult. So, whichever way you choose, um, I'm happy to help you in any way I can. Got it. Well, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, Matumbe, what do you think about, well, the best path mm. to go down, you know? Maybe we do speak to this auctioneer and see if she has a record of where this set went to. I fear this may end up at a dead end, but we have some time before we need to need to meet up with Eclipse and oh dear, Eclipse and Lyra. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that that certainly is right. We definitely need to hurry up and make sure we can't reach this auctioneer as soon as possible. Hmm. You can make a knowledge local check. There are several auction houses. And Zavascript doesn't exactly remember which one she works for. He remembers her name because it's in his ledger and remembers kind of generally what she looks like. Oh, dear. Um, That is going to be a 10 total. 10 total. You're not sure either. You know of several. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of thinking that the the name doesn't really connect the dots in your head as to where she works. But you do know that this is something that, you know, you could make a diplomacy check you could potentially ask the crooked kin to follow up on this hmm. uh be your kind of eyes and ears in town and gather the information for you while you're while you're at in the trial it's up to you really or you could you could gather the information yourself but you don't know it and so Voskov doesn't seem to remember hmm. that's a bummer is there maybe a clerk at the shop that we could ask quickly or um, at the Voskov shop, yeah, it's because I, I don't I don't want to delay this any anymore. We could be losing some valuable time. It's just him. His sons are in the back, though. You might be okay. able to ask them. Uh, they they likely know about the business practices of town, so you could attempt that. Mister Z, do you think one of your sons might be able to help us find some mystery woman? Well, there's no harm in asking them. They're they are in the back. Um, let's come. Let's let's meet them. All right. Let's go. So you head into the back. Um, three younger, uh, ranging from looks like mid twenties to early thirties, men, kind of with the same tan skin as the Voskrov, uh, probably of Osiriani descent, some down sometime down the line. Um, Donald, could you 
Could you talk to my friend Matumbe here? He has some questions. You're, you're, you get out the most. Can you? And Donald would come over. He's the, he appears to be the largest of the sons. He's probably like 6'4". He's a, he's a pretty tall, lanky guy. Hello. What, um, what questions do you have? And Matumbe is going to say, greetings from Garoons. And he's going to say that in Osiriani. And he would respond in kind. How interesting to have a a common dialect. <laughs> I, I've been. It's been a long time since I've uh, used the tongue of the old gods, but it is good to to speak the tongue of the old ones with you. Well, it's we can speak it with our brothers here but it, it's fun to hear a, a stranger say say some things it's uh it's lovely what what can i uh help you with well and he he switches back to common um me and my 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 friend here ikmer the caravan god have, have a quick question for you we are we are friends of your father's and he sold this surgical equipment not all that long ago to an auctioneer. We're trying to track this woman down, but unfortunately your father is just selling so many sets of surgical equipment it seems that he cannot remember where she works. <laughs> uh, yes, father, uh, what a shrewd businessman. Uh, let me think. Did you have the name of the, of the person? Vladka. Vladikasta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn it, Steve. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna roll his own knowledge local. Since you asked him so nicely, he can't recall. God damn it! Sorry, it was eight on the die, but so this might be something. I'm sorry, Matumbe. The, the name doesn't really ring a bell for me. I I don't know that I've ever dealt with her directly, um, but. This might be something you you head to the auction houses and uh, look around. Maybe you can find her. Yeah, I get. I I, I mean, Brooks, what do you think? <sighs> this is a tough decision. Do we? I mean, put more effort into the trial and convincing them. We still we can definitely talk to what Entrellis? No. Whoa, no. No. Divion. I think. A Divion. Thinking of. Yes. The prosecutor for the case. Exactly. We can talk to talk to him. Mm-hmm. But you as Igmer don't know that. That's right. So, yeah. All right. So, so how, how many hours do we have? Until you we- guys got to the shop at six. Mm-hmm. This whole exchange probably took 20 minutes. Okay. So you have some time in the morning. You also have some time to set some, some stuff up. You know that this trial is going to be going on for three days. So you, it doesn't like all of this doesn't have to happen before you present evidence. Mm-hmm. You can bring in new evidence to the case as you figure it out. So this is one of those things where, hey, maybe we want to spend our resources doing X and maybe we want to go talk to the crooked kin and have them do this in the background, help us out. Or maybe this is something you bring up to Barrister Koppel for him to follow up on as, you know, as you guys go to Herkstag, maybe he can kind of follow this trail and see where it leads him. You have a lot of options here. So you can follow it yourself for sure and you have time this morning to kind of do so or you have time to kind of put 
different pieces into place so that some stuff can happen in the background for you. Then I definitely think that we should just follow up on the auctioneer and see if we can't find her. Okay. Do, do you want to double down even further and have me talk to the auctioneer and you go run some to the crooked can? Cover double in, in the same amount of time. Oh, we're splitting everything up. Let's go. <laughs> I um, love it. Because you, you had a pretty good relationship with that with that one lady from the crooked can. Yeah. The Sazani's, I think was Sajira. her name. Sajira. 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 Yeah, that's true. But not... I mean, if you don't want to, that's fine. I'm just throwing it out there. I guess I'm not overly confident in their abilities to do the investigation over the top of all of this. They're as like, new to the city as we are. Mm-hmm. They've been here, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they visit auction, auction houses and thing like, things like that. Yeah, I think, I think their big skill is that the gathering information for a player takes a lot of time. Like the actual like rolling a D20 diplomacy to gather information takes an hour or two. Having the crooked kin do it, they can they could do the same thing, but it doesn't cost you any time. You know what I mean? They could do it in the background mm. for you. Okay. So it's up to you guys. I'm gonna head to the auctioneers you can come with if you want. I just opened that up because I know you had a, a relationship with the with the crooked kin. If you mm-hmm. if, if you don't think it's worth pursuing, that's totally fine. We'll keep moving. So what would we have the crooked kin do? Just investigate the the auctioneer and then just have to come back to it. Pretty another much. day. Yeah, I mean they can basically investigate while you do something else. In the standard two hour time period, you can hit them back up and they can tell you what they figured out. Or you could give them the box and they could pursue the investigation as far as, you know, as far as it goes. But I think you kind of need the box to do the investigating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll come with you. Okay. All right. So you guys head to the auction. Make a perception check. Okay. It's going to be a 22. Yeah, I don't beat that for sure. With a three. <laughs> With a 22, you don't immediately see anybody matching the description with the with the green scarf and the red hair. You could you could attempt to gather information for the morning here, mm-hmm. and that would be basically okay. Now I got to meet up with the girls after that. So it's up to you. If that's if that's the last thing you guys want to do, gather information at the auction house. Is is there another option? Again, it would be it would be hit somebody else up or go talk to somebody else that you want to follow up on like if you want to talk to Barrister Koppel separate of them or if you want to get a head start like researching Herkstag or something I'd gather information okay yeah okay make me a diplomacy check you can aid each other if you want yeah for sure mine's a plus four plus one here okay I'll roll I'm glad I rolled me too well, with 15 total. All right, if so you, you, you definitely aid. I got a 17 off the die that goes up to a 21. With your plus two, goes up to a 23. Awesome. Nice. You find out that Vladka Costell works for Lidov's Surgery Merchants. That is one of the auction houses in this area. 
you also find out that she is off duty today. She's not working. So, okay. Um, I think as you talk around, the next big auction will be tomorrow afternoon. Okay. So you have that information. She would be the one to follow up on. And from what you figured out with that diplomacy check, you know that she will be around tomorrow afternoon selling stuff, basically being the auctioneer. Okay. So this might be something that the crooked kin, or we could bring the crooked kin in for, I think. Yeah, if if we have time before we need to meet up with the ladies, um, that would that would be great. We can just swing by and I'll say you can swing to the crooked kin on your way back to gather with the rest of the party. Perfect. And briefly chat with them. So you make it back. You find the crooked kin in kind of that ancillary town square that they told you they would be performing in. You see that they kind of have a small crowd around them. Uh, I think Sajira's face would light up when she sees Ikmer coming back. Uh, you did tell her you would visit her while you were in town. Um, so what are you guys doing? What are you saying? Sajira, it's so nice to see you. It's been a couple of days. Ikmer, it's it's great to see you. I, How are you? Oh, you know, I am certainly... Uh, well, I certainly can't complain, and you you look great. Well, uh, business has been very good here. Um, a lot of people want to hear their fortunes read, and um, the, I think the, the family has, has missed you guys. We enjoyed traveling with you. Wow. Well, I really appreciate that, and I'm sure... Uh, I'm sure Matumbe appreciates that as well. But can I, uh, can I help you with anything? Are you just here to, um, we can, we can talk if you want. My, my tent is open if you want to. Ah, uh, well, unfortunately we don't, we don't quite have time for, for fortune telling and, well, swapping stories too much now, but... I do have a favor to ask of you. Yes, what is it? Well, I, I'd really like you to look into something for us. An auctioneer, specifically, with bright red hair and uh, also a bright green scarf. She works for... Lidov's Surgery Merchants. For Lidov's... C- Surgery instruments. Merchants. Merchants. <laughs> uh, th- thanks, Matumbe. You're welcome. But yeah, so we found a very, very high-end set of equipment, but its use and where it went is, uh, is specifically what we're trying to figure out. And would you show her the the box? Check out this box. Shows him the box. Oh, that has um, that has the symbol of Zvaskrov's shop on it. You see the mm. the little uh, raven there. A brand that permeates all levels of society. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, we can certainly help you out, though. Yeah, that, I mean that would be great. Do you want just one uh, one piece of the equipment so that? 
hopefully that will uh, bring, uh, well, jog your memory maybe a little bit better. Yes, yes, that that's a great idea. I'll I'll take um, I'll take the scissors and I can I can ask uh, this um, this woman that with, with the red hair and the scarf um, if she remembers who she sold it to. I imagine that's that's what you're after, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it. Thank you, Sajira. By the way, how is uh, how how's Troll doing? Oh, you, Seymour's out back. He's having a great time. Seymour, that's right, that's right. No, no, no. I know we we do call him Troll Blood, but but you're you're What's basically his last family name to again? us. Okay. <laughs> Did someone say Wiener? Hello. Uh, nice to see you again, Ikman Matumbe. It, it's so it's so nice to see you too. Yeah, we were just about to get to the wiener part. My face was burning because I knew you were talking about me, so I decided to come by. It has been a long time since we penetrated the crowd together. Yeah, I'm sure. Just all you got to do is yell wiener, and I'll come help you. That well, there's uh there's certainly a possibility of that. Well, coming up for sure. It's <laughs> coming up. Crowd. Get it. Did you get that one? The fans are going to appreciate this too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys talk to Sajira basically about gathering some information for you. She, she takes a piece of the equipment, and the next time you kind of check in with her, I think she will have have some information for you, likely. Thank you. Uh, oh. But Sajira would pull Ikmer aside before you guys head off, because I know you have to meet the girls. Oh no, it's cool. I'll just third wheel this. That's fine. I'll go Ik- somewhere else. Ikmar, have you have you put any more thought into meeting our Zarni friends in in town? I know you had said that. Um, well, that you wanted to know more about uh, this vision I had of you, and and you wanted to talk with the the people who might know. I don't know if. Um, if you wanted to join me, they're usually here at night. Well, I I really, really do. I, I sincerely do want to visit, but we're a little bit tied up in the trial right now. But it sounds like tonight I might be able to uh, sneak away for just a little bit. Okay, Ikmar, uh, that sounds good. I'll, I'll look forward to it. Perfect. Then we will let's let's meet tonight and well, let's see where uh well, where how this vision and what they think of my vision is, I guess. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm hopeful. We'll see if they call you prince too. So, with that, you guys head back to meet the girls. Are you guys saying anything to each other based off of the information that you found? I think we would just relay all of everything that we came about, that the uh, the set was sold to an auctioneer. We are investigating that through the Crooked Kin. But that was pretty much yeah, about it. Yeah. That's about it. We would probably share the information that we got talking to the Beast in particular, uh, that he doesn't have memory 
of being in Verast and that he doesn't have a magical ability and no scars or anything like that. Um, and we would also let the two of you know that there's no magic, no casting during the trial. Hmm. Oh, Igmar's a big troll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's really hindered. Do they sure. say anything about detecting alignments? No magic, Matumbe. Also, um, I know you have good knowledge of the Arcana as well. Um, the beast said he wasn't a flesh golem, but mm. I, I was pretty sure both of us thought he was. Mm. I have good knowledge of the, uh, you know, magical arts, the Arcana as a whole, and I'm a little confused by his statement. I don't know if he just doesn't know better or if something's happened. Can I roll that knowledge arcana? Roll a knowledge religion. Knowledge religion, okay. Can I help? That's yeah, a, you can aid. Yep. I only had to roll one to aid, so I have aided. Lyra also aids. Well, I did roll a one, so... <laughs> that's a nine plus four, brings me up to a thirteen. You're not sure what this could be. Hmm. Thinking he's a flesh golem might be a little presumptuous. We... He's stitched together of many different things. I do not know what sort of life in, inhabits that body, but he is a patchwork of things that, unfortunately, right now I don't understand. So you guys come together. You share the information of the evening. The clock strikes 9.30. It's time to head to the courthouse. As you make your way to the courthouse, you feel that you're arriving kind of just in time. You can see that there's already a throng of people, both heading into the courthouse as well as kind of standing outside, observing the scene. You kind of have to shove to make your way into the clearing and and up the steps of the courthouse and inside. Behind you, kind of as you approach, maybe you look back, you see this ornate carriage approach drawn by two black horses. The door opens, and the first person you see exit, you recognize it's Embereth Deramid. The next is a tall, imposing-looking man with what appears to be a scar across his left eye, graying at the temples, and behind him, a frailer, older man, completely bald, but with a gray mustache, purple robes and kind of like a frill underneath his neck. He maybe looks the most fancy of the three. You hurry into the courthouse, Actually, take your seats besides Barrister Koppel. You, 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 had, you had me w- worried. I, I th- th- thought you might not make it. Just some last-minute investigations. You sit down, but only briefly, before you hear a voice from the front of the room, and it yells, All rise for Chief Justice Ambrose Card." 
and Justices Caspaldar and Embrith Deramid. And everybody in the courtroom stands up as the three people you saw exit the carriage, enter the building, and walk to the judge's podium and take their seats. And with that, the trial of the beast has officially begun. Everybody finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh my.